Today is Monday, January 23rd, and in the news we have, there was a mass shooting in Monterey, California that has left now 11 dead. One of them has been reported additionally dead today. Uh, there was 10 originally before we even started the story, but in looking it up, one more has died, and there was dozens injured. Uh, Antifa takes uh, to downtown uh, Atlanta, uh, Georgia, to protest the killing of a fallen comrade, in their own words, not mine. And there was more documents found uh, for President Biden that the DOJ and FBI took to his house, and they are finding more and more documents. This is really interesting. What is the plan here, guys? What are they trying to tell us they're going to be doing? We will dive into that today. This is Informed Daily. I'm your host, Anthony Cabasa, and let's get into that very first article. <clears throat> so this is ABC News Monterey Park mass shooting live updates. Death toll rises to 11. Now, this I, I was actually watching this unfold live as I was making my way to the gym yesterday with my daughter, and I was obviously keeping close tabs as to what was going on. I, I've been to Monterey Park. I'm here in California. Obviously, what, what's happened to this community is very devastating. Uh, it says the 72-year-old suspect has died following Saturday night's mass shootings. This happened Saturday. It says 11 people were killed and nine others were injured by a gunman. I apologize. I believe I said dozens injured. Uh, it looks like only nine. I think initial reports said dozens, um, but that might have been including some other things. But 11 people were killed and nine others were injured by a gunman who opened fire at a crowded dance studio in Monterey Park, California. On Saturday night, authorities said the suspect identified a 72-year-old, ooh, I'm going to butcher the name, Hugh Cantran, fled the scene and traveled to nearby Alhambra, where he allegedly entered a second dance hall before being disarmed there that same night. Tran was found dead on Sunday from a self-inflicted gunshot wound inside a van in Torrance, about 30 miles southwest of Monterey Park, according to police. Uh, the gunman failed to target second dance hall Saturday. And then this is kind of like a layout uh, map that they put there for you guys. Um, and so it says the 11 victim has died uh, as of today. Uh, suspect distrusted everyone. Acquaintance says devastated family of 65 year old victims speaks out. 10 slain victims all in their 50s, 60s and 70s. So there was initial reports as to what could have caused this. Right. This is one of the things that unfortunately in the hyper political um, world that we now live in, this nation, somebody is always to blame. And I think that the loser of the day has to go with Miss Lacey uh, Bannis. Um, uh, what, what is she? That says copywriter bylines. I guess she works for TV Guide. I don't know. I guess in packet. But this is what she had to say right after this happened. It says, my heart is breaking over this Monterey Park shooting. It's one of the most AAPI populated cities in the U.S. AAPI, I believe, is American, Asian, and Pacific Islander. Uh, and, and this occurred on the eve of Lunar New Year. F. Trump and the right for instigating this rise in anti-Asian hate. F your guns. This has to stop. Now, I'm going to show you this next screen. And this is her Twitter. After she tweeted that, it was then later found that the shooter was another Asian. And this looks to have been a domestic dispute. So you can't blame Trump. You can't blame Republicans. You can't blame the political right. Because this seems to have nothing to do with any of those things. So what has she done? Miss Lacey Bannis? She's protected her tweets. She's gone private because, of course, this is what cowards and idiots do. Don't jump to conclusions. Don't call yourself a journalist. I, You know, it's one thing if it's like a political commentator or an activist or just an uninformed idiot 
right? But when you when you are here and you're saying that you know you write for Time and Romper and TV Guide, I mean, not surprise pronouns in the bio, usually a, a, a suspect here, right? But um, uh, dude, don't don't take to social media and try to blame people. You know what I mean? Because you just don't know. And I especially hate it when journalists do this because it's like activists are taking over journalism to just just write the information out. You can describe about how as a member of the API community, you feel like this is disgusting, how there's a rise in anti-Asian hate and, and, and violence. Dude, that's fine and all. I think most people would agree. I think the statistics are on your side that there is violence against a community that is rising. But don't blame it on white supremacy. Don't blame it on the political right. Don't blame it on Trump. And don't blame it on whatever else you decided to claim. This is what happens when you are very emotional and very stupid and you write a tweet this way and then you are proven to be wrong by the facts. This is why you don't just jump uh, the gun, pun intended, I guess. But no, um, honestly, rest in peace to the, the, the suspects. Um, this was, um, yeah, this happened in Monterey Park. We're still finding out, you know, uh, some of the people that are still in critical condition, we're, we're waiting to hear from some of the victims and, and, and their families and the names of those. But rest in peace to all these people. But lesson to people like Lacey Bannis, don't just, you know, uh, assume things and, and write out stupid statements that will forever be a mockery of who you are. And, and, and that's going to definitely do a lot for your personal integrity. Uh, but in this very next story, uh, I'm sure if you follow me on Instagram, you've probably seen that Antifa took to Atlanta, Georgia. Um, where they were writing and dis and destroying business. In case you haven't seen said video, uh, this is one video here. Um, uh, or actually, I'll show this one first. But this is them kind of destroying businesses. This is in Atlanta, Georgia, and I'll show you that video here. So fireworks are going off. This appears to be like the entrance to a mall or a business or a hotel of of sorts, and they've smashed the windows in. You can see the rocks. You can hear the chanting in the background. There's the mob. More smashed windows. And here's another video. They, for whatever reason, decided to light a police uh, car on fire, thinking this would somehow help their cause. So here's that image for you guys, or that video, as you guys can see, this is vehicle SUV, and it was lit on fire. Not sure what message they were looking to send with this. Obviously, it was pretty violent. And you know what's really interesting is, as I was posting this to social media, you know, I put like, oh, you know, like chaos in, in downtown Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, people are breaking into businesses. Um, there's police everywhere. Uh, there's police cruisers on fire. Chaos, right? Chaos. That is what I said. But what's really, really interesting is people wanted to say, why do you guys insist on using words like chaos, right? And I'm like, what else would you call this? What else would you call fighting with police, clashing with police, lighting things on fire, breaking? Like, what do you want to call that? And I think that um, <laughs> local news, I guess, had a, uh, a really good... Um, 
word for it, and it was a largely peaceful protest. So here's that You see the officer here. right there with APD. He has uh, what appears to be zip ties. Uh, we're not for far enough down where we can't see if they've taken anyone into custody, but it did appear that they were ready to do that uh, to try to uh, try to calm the situation that's unfolding here. And as you said, this really a protest initially to try to uh, protest what happened on Wednesday here where, uh, I mean, they were handing out that vehicle still uh, up in flames here over at the at Andrew Young and Peachtree. And if you take a look over here, if you pan over, I want to show you. This is what they were handing out at that protest. So it was a largely peaceful protest where they just wanted what they're calling a largely peaceful protest. So at, on the bottom there, you can say it's protests over planned police training facility. So this is what uh, Fox News is saying. Atlanta domestic terrorism is suspect seen smiling or stone faced and anti-police riot booking photos. The six accused domestic terrorists arrested when anti-police protests evolved into violence Saturday night in downtown Atlanta were seen either smiling or stone faced in their booking photos. The Atlanta police uh, department identified the six suspects, all but one who came from out of state to Fox News Digital on Sunday afternoon. They're Nadja Geyer, uh, 24, of Nashville, Tennessee. Madeline Fiola, 22, of Spoken, Washington. Ivan Ferguson, 23, of Nevada. Graham Evett, 20, of Deca Decatur, uh, or Decatur. I'm not sure how to say that. Georgia. Francis Carroll, 22, of Kennebunkport. Maine and Emily Murphy, 37 of Gross Isle, Michigan. So what's really interesting is that people want to come onto my page and they want to say, oh, you know, like um, you, you're making this up. This isn't chaos. Stop trying to hyper inflate it. I mean, CNN would kind of, I guess, agree with you or local news is that this is, I guess, a mostly peaceful uh, protests or riot, except for the fact that they're burning things, that they're looting, that they're, uh, you know, breaking into businesses or, or what have you. I guess, I guess I'm the one that's incorrect there. But uh, it, it always kind of, never, well, I guess it never ceases to amaze me the the stupidity of people when they come into my page. They don't know what kind of journalist I am. They don't understand that I've already done my due diligence. They don't understand that I already know that this is Antifa. I I know all of these things before I report on it. And this is them actually talking about it. When we talk about how Antifa usually, you know, hey, uh, these are not people that are from around here. They are from other states. I just read you some of the six arrested, all but one are from Georgia. It's meaning that these people are driving in. These people are going into different cities to cause chaos. This is something that we've talked about. Soros funded individuals. Someone's funding these people. Someone is getting them to these locations and someone is telling them you need to spark havoc, right? So this is spoiled children of privilege trying to burn down Atlanta. It says they present themselves as rebels against the system, fighting to preserve a piece of local woodland. Um, it says, yet many of the terrorist suspects arrested and charged over occupying government or property, um, occupying government property and the violent attack in downtown Atlanta on Saturday are children of pampered privilege from out of state. Hundreds of far left activists, including Antifa, had gathered on Saturday evening at the Five Points neighborhood in downtown Atlanta to protest the death of their comrade who died in a shootout. And again, these are not just our words. They literally said we will be protest protesting the death of our comrade. So it's not like we want to say, oh, this guy's a communist. These are other communists calling them. This is our comrade. So it says who died in a shootout with police earlier in the week at an occupation south of the city. On January 18th, Manuel Esteban Paez Terran of Tallahassee, Florida, shot and severely injured a Georgia State Patrol trooper at the so-called Autonomous Zone before being killed by return fire from police. The 18-month occupation is at the heart of the Stop Cop City, 
movement to shut down the construction of the future Atlanta Public Safety Training Center, a proposed training site for law enforcement and first responders. They hate it because it's a police center, but also claim that they are protecting a forest. So what are their facts? The facts are Antifa and other communists are saying we will riot because they killed our fellow comrade. Not my words, theirs. What else do we know? That this is a person that lives in an autonomous zone, meaning that they don't recognize law enforcement, that this is something that they have set up for themselves. Anti-government. Hmm. Is Antifa anti-government? Yes, they are. And then it says here that uh, the 18-month occupation is the heart of the stop cop city. So not only is there is he living in an autonomous zone, what is the autonomous zone called? Stop cop city. Hmm. So we have communists calling him a fellow comrade. Then we have them living in an autonomous zone. Oh, but what's that? The autonomous zone is called Stop Cop City. And people come to me saying, stop calling him a communist. I'm not calling him a communist. Antifa has called him a communist. They have said these are our fellow comrades. Comrade is a term that communists use for other communists. I have covered communism for many, many years. I am embedded with Antifa and other communist organizations like the Revolutionary Communists uh, here in Los Angeles. I understand this terminology. I don't know why people come to my page and say, stop making stuff up. I'm not making it up. This is literally their words. All we're doing is reciting them for you as the reporter. People are just absolutely insane. But with this last uh, piece of information here, uh, DOJ search of Biden home turned up more classified documents, says lawyer. The DOJ officials found more documents with classified markings at President Biden's Wilmington, Delaware home for, uh, during a Friday search. The president's personal attorney said in a statement on Saturday. Bob Bauer, a personal lawyer for Biden, said in a statement that the Justice Department was given access to the president's home after previous searches in recent weeks turned up a total of 11 classified documents. DOJ requested that the search not be made public in advance in accordance with its standard procedures, and we agreed to cooperate, Bauer said. DOJ had full access to the president's home, including personally handwritten notes, files, papers, binders, memorabilia, to-do lists, schedules, and reminders going back decades. Bauer continued, DOJ took possession of materials it deemed within the scope of its inquiry, including six items consisting of documents with classification markings and surrounding materials, some of which were from the president's service in the Senate and some of which were from his tenure as vice president. This is highly illegal, by the way. DOJ also took for further review personally handwritten notes from the vice presidential years. Now, look, I guess at, at the end of all of this, the, the, the question is, well, what's going on here? Why are we now all of a sudden finding documents? And I am going to give you the best opinion that I that I can give you. And in the best opinion, not saying that it's the best opinion of all opinions, which I obviously think I do have the best opinion of all opinions. But no, aside from that is based off of everything that I've seen. This is what I believe is happening. I think that Biden has done everything he could for, I guess, the regime, you want to call it, or, or whatever his 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 controllers, uh, the people in control of him, his handlers, I guess people call him. He's fulfilled that purpose. I think that they're going to bury him. I think that with the Hunter Biden laptop stuff, I think with other family dealings, I think with now these classified documents, they're going to get rid of Joe Biden. I think that there will probably be a president, Kamala Harris, for the time being until 2024. I don't know how soon it's going to happen, but that is what I believe is going to happen. I think President Biden is either going to have to resign or he's going to be impeached, one of those two, and Kamala Harris will now fill in for 
presidency. And I think what's going to happen is because 2024 is just next year, you're probably going to see a Donald Trump versus I don't know who the Democrat frontrunner is going to be. I don't think it's going to be Kamala Harris. I think she will remain vice president and she will probably resume vice presidency again not knowing exactly all the procedural and formalities around president and how all that comes to be. Um, I don't know if Kamala Harris has to pick a vice president now. I, I, I honestly am not that uh, uh, into that detail yet because, again, this is all circumstantial. But I think that what's happening is we're preparing to see President Biden is going to have to step down one way or the other. Whether it's by 2024, he's going to say, you know, hey, you know what, due to all of this stuff, I'm just going to find it better that I go ahead and um, take a step back and I'm just going to be focusing on my family, which, you know what, that's what he should be doing. He should be doing that now. And so I think that 2024, we're probably going to see probably someone like Gavin Newsom step up to the plate. I just can't think of any other Democratic heavy hitter as 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 big as Gavin Newsom. Um, now, I don't necessarily think that he will win, but I think that he has the best shot as of right now. And that's just because I see how he continues to win in California. And and I and I know that he's backed by unions. I say this on my telegram all the time. Look for the people that are heavily backed by unions and you're going to have yourself the candidate for the for this presidential election because it's all about unions, unions, unions. Unionism equals communism. If you are in a union, you are a communist or you are a communist uh, sympathizer because all these unions, almost all of them, I would argue every single one of them, all back Democrats and all back the left. That's just the reality. And, you know, and, and you know how they say facts don't care about your feelings. So, you know, that that is. That is what I'm speculating is going to happen, but only time will tell. But I want to hear from you guys. I don't know if you guys have a different scenario, if you guys think that something else is afoot. I don't know. I'll leave that up to you guys, and I want to hear it in the comments down below. So make sure you comment. Make sure you like. Make sure you comment. Make sure you share this far and wide. And I'll see you guys tomorrow, Tuesday, God willing. All right, guys. Talk to you later. Peace.